happy Friday, and welcome to another edition of Burgers and Brats. We've got a lot to break down, a great first weekend NCAA March Madness. Uh, we're going to talk about, break down that, talk preview Sweet 16, Elite 8 matchups, and a lot happening in the NBA. Some high-profile trade happened yesterday, Thursday, in the NBA. It's, it was fun. It's fun to watch, so we're here to break all that down, and I've got Cole Harris joining me right now. Cole, welcome back. Thanks, man. Appreciate you having me again. Uh, give out your socials for anyone listening so they know where to find you. Um, yeah, my Instagram is uh, ColeTrainOU. So that's pretty much the, the one I'll get. All right. Uh, everyone, make sure you can you can find us on any streaming service at Burgers Ampersand Brats and follow us on any social media platform at Burgers Brats. So let's break down round one, round two of March Madness. It's back. We finally got to watch some games. A lot of upsets. Um, I know my bracket did not have many upsets, uh, not as many as we saw here. Uh, Cole, just I I know this one we were texting about ORU may, uh, winning their games. Your family actually picked ORU to win. I think maybe the only few people in the country that picked them to make it at least uh, past the first round. Yeah, uh, my mom actually picked Oral Roberts to beat Ohio State. I, I did a little bit of convincing and got her off of it, but she was like, she was convinced. And a little bit was it the logic of it. She, they're in Tulsa and she wanted to root for him, but like she ultimately was going to go Oral Roberts. Yeah. It was Oral, crazy. It was crazy. They, they are America's team this year. I know Loyola Chicago is still in it, but Oral Roberts is America's team. Some top takeaways that I had from this past weekend. The Big Ten, highly overrated. Yes, you can say they beat each other up all season. They weren't playing each other in this tournament. They are playing uh, different teams. There are nine teams that went in. None of them played each other. Only one of them, Michigan, is heading to the Sweet 16. Uh, more teams uh, from more teams from uh, California, Los Angeles, are making it to the Sweet 16 than uh, from the Big Ten, and more teams from Oregon are making it other than the Big Ten. Uh, takeaway number two, Pac-12. They're highly underrated. Bill Walton tried to tell us. None of us listened. I didn't listen. But they made four teams to the Sweet 16. They're getting hot. And then uh, uh, third takeaway, these games are just so much more fun to watch when you don't have a stake or a bracket. Um, and it, just watching all these upsets, Loyola, Oregon State, UCLA, a bubble team, uh, Oral Roberts. Uh, it's 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 been a it was a fun weekend. What are some of your takeaways from this past weekend, Cole? I was surprised about Oregon State. Yeah. I was kind of surprised about that one. The I had USC and Oregon, and I had Colorado in my final four. So I was kind of I was kind of big on the Pac-12 um, and the Big Ten. The Big Ten was shocking. That was I mean, only one have, team out of nine made it to the Sweet yeah. Sixteen. Most of them lost yeah. first round. Yeah, it was, uh, it was shocking. There, I mean, there's some of them that were like five to the nine seed. I know Wisconsin was one of them. Wisconsin whooped up on North Carolina. Yeah. Unfortunately, had to pay, play Baylor. But, yeah, I was I was shocked about the Big 12. I mean, the Big 10. Yeah, Purdue um, loses to a Ohio team. I know a few people picked them, but uh, still, they were a four seed. Yeah, I had Purdue, uh, I think I had Purdue playing Baylor. 
And they lost, was it North Texas they lost to? Was it North Texas or Ohio? Ohio was It Virginia. was North Texas. Yeah, okay, it was North Texas then. But yeah, I, that was a shocking upset as well. I had Purdue going to face Baylor, um, so it had them pretty deep. And then Abilene Christian beating Texas. That that was the highlight of the weekend. Uh, Abilene Christian, that would be Texas, 53 to 52. ACU only three three-pointers. They had more turnovers, 22, than they had made shots, 20. And they beat Texas. It, it's amazing to beat uh, the top team in your state. We saw that with Loyola Chicago beating the top, top team in their state, Illinois. So little brother beat big brother in both those matchups. Uh, seeing horns down after uh, you get beat in March Madness. That, it's always fun to see that as a Sooner fan. It was amazing. They, Abilene is, it's in, it's in, I mean, that school is in Texas, so they're going to have bragging rights forever. Um, yeah, it, that was probably one of my favorite games of the first round, just because as an OU student, you love seeing Texas get beat. I went, I spent my first year of college at Stephen F. Austin State University um, in East Texas. And so they were the Southern Conference, and Abilene Christian was the school that won the conference tournament that year. So I was definitely going for Abilene Christian, especially when I got the Texas matchup. I was yeah. like, oh, I got to go all in on this one. So I mean, that was I, awesome to see that. I'm sure many of us had Texas in the Sweet 16, though, but it was worth it to watch them get a first round up. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, that, it was shocking to see, especially after Texas hit that shot with about one second left. Um, you know, what, one of the things I was confused on when Oregon and VCU got canceled, where where was the four teams that were literally waiting for a team to get COVID? I I, I saw this. I read this. I, I'm pretty sure this is right. But it, it had to have been set that Tuesday before the tournaments. That was the final day where they could bring in teams. Because, I mean, they were in the bubble for already a few days, and there probably weren't going to be any – COVID cases, but we're, I guess there were. We saw that with Davion Harmon at OU and the whole VCU team. Um, said they got that during their conference tournament um, games at the hotel. I guess a bunch of refs and uh, that team got it there. Uh, but I'm sure many of us had Oregon winning anyways. Uh, they look dominant. They look dominant coming off uh, that just that uh, not having to play. And then they got to study who they, who they face. Oregon beat Iowa. I mean, they didn't miss. Yeah, they didn't miss. And because they had that extra time to study them as well, too. So that did help them. I felt for Luca Garza. Because Luca, I mean, he nearly scored 40. Was it 36, 38? Yeah, it was, it, was, like, it was something like that. I mean, you tell me Luca scores 36. I say, one, they win the game. But if they, they lose, it's, it's definitely not going to be double digits. No, when they if score you, 80, you score 80 in a game, you should win. Especially in college, you should win. Um, and then Syracuse, uh, Buddy Boheim, they outscore West Virginia. Um, Syracuse only got four offensive rebounds, uh, but they end up their their deep shooting just ended up shooter shoot shooter shoot man. That Syracuse team bubble team as well, making it to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, they they've got a good matchup. They, they God, I did not expect that team, especially um, Syracuse especially since they were a bowl team. And then ORU, Oral Roberts, upsetting Ohio State, and then Florida. Uh, ORU, though, they need to hit more three-pointers because their three-point percentage is not that great. But they're, yeah. they knock them down when they need it to, and they get the win somehow. I don't know how they do this. Because when you watch ORU, it's like 
They, I don't see them make a single three, but they end up with a few. That point guard's got crazy speed. Yeah. To drive, you know, to drive by anybody. He can, he's got the speed to drive by anybody. I mean, another one of the things talking about like the bubble teams, it was like Syracuse and UCLA was on that bubble, the, you know, during the conference tournaments and it was, it was going back and forth. Somehow they both got in and somehow they're both in the Sweet 16. Yeah. So like also props to UCLA because I, I thought that was, I mean, they had Abilene Christian second round, it's an easier matchup. Yeah. But to play the playing game, beat Michigan State in a great game, then to play literally three games in five days, five, six days, uh, major props to UCLA. That would be yeah. a good game against Bama. Yeah, especially when all of us had Michigan State winning, at least going to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Or the round of 32. Uh, and then uh, shocking Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham, uh, they lose. He got 24 points, but he did not show up in the first half. I talked about this. Cade had to show up in the first half. They got down by 20 or they got down by almost 20. Uh, they did end up coming back and getting it within three to five points, but just not enough. Oregon State, they can go on a run. They might they might be a dangerous Sweet 16 team. Yeah, that uh, thing about Oregon State, I, I mean, doing my research going into the bracket, because I mean, when the bracket's out, literally like the next hour, two hours, I'm just like looking at it. I don't wait two or three days. I don't watch, you know, I don't wait for the playing games. Like I'm going to do my bracket right away. And so I was looking over Oregon State and I thought their team was more defensive and their offense struggles at times. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been weird seeing them go on those runs. We'll see how it goes this next round. Yeah, I mean, the sweet, or these round of 32 games are pretty dominant. You had some pretty dominant wins, UCLA dominant. Uh, Gonzaga, they they controlled the game. It wasn't a dominant blowout, but they controlled the Alabama, uh, Baylor, Oregon, USC. So it's going to be a fun Sweet 16. So let's preview Sweet 16 Elite Eight matchups. We'll give our Final Four um, at the end. Let's start with Villanova versus Baylor. So number five, Villa versus number one, Baylor. Uh, Villanova's surprising. I, I picked them to win. I didn't pick them to get upset in the first round, but missing their two best players, making it to the Sweet 16 is a big deal. Um, Baylor, they're playing like midseason Baylor. They're playing like the Baylor we thought that was going to come in um, and dominate, and they're playing like it. Uh, 41% from the three-point line. Uh, three free throws, though, need to be much better. They're in the 60s on that. Um, Nova uh, needs offensive rebounds and second chance points. They struggle on that, but I, I think Baylor just they're just too dominant for Villanova. Yeah, I think Baylor's too dominant. I, I hopefully what I'm about to say is not gonna come back and be like, man, that didn't age well. But I don't really think this is gonna be much of a game. I think Baylor's too dominant. It, this could be a double digit win. Uh, it could be, um, but yeah, Baylor. Baylor's too athletic and Villanova, like you said, missing their key players. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a great accomplishment to even get to the Sweet 16, in my opinion. Yeah, great accomplishment. Uh, so I think I think they're happy where they're at. Obviously, they're I mean, every team that's left thinks they got the talent to win. Yep. And they truly, they truly believe that. But as an outsider, uh, I'm going to go ahead and choose Baylor. I'm going to choose Baylor by quite a bit. Yeah. All right, let's talk number 11, Syracuse, and those shooters, those lethal shooters, versus number three, Houston, and that defensive team. Uh, Syracuse, 
Um, they barely made the tournament. But the Boheim duo, coach and son, they're, they're doing lights out, man. Uh, Houston, they they played really well. Um, they played really well this season on defense, especially. And I think that defense just shut down one of their shooters, shut down Buddy Boheim, double team him, um, which they can do. They're very good on defense. So I'm I'm not gonna go upset. I'm gonna go Houston. I think this is where the a better team start to thin out and move on. Yeah, I think I think the three teams that. All of America are going up right now. It's Syracuse, Loyola, Chicago, and War Roberts. Um, so I think everyone's going to be cheering for Syracuse, but I think Houston's too athletic. I think this is where the run ends. It'll be a close game. I don't see it being – I mean, this one could be overtime, really. Um, so I, I think the athleticism, the getting late to the game, knocking down free throws, that's what Houston does well. I think they pull it off. Yeah. All right. Creighton. They've made it to the Sweet 16. A lot of them, one surviving a one-point win in the first round. Many had that upset, including me. Faces the number one overall seed, Gonzaga. Gonzaga, they're unbeatable. Uh, Creighton, 65% from the free throw line. That's not going to win you games um, past the Sweet 16. Uh, Zaga, they are shooting 55% from the field. 55%. They're not slowing down. Uh, Gonzaga, I think this will probably be a massive blowout. Yeah. This game's unwatchable to me. Uh, <laughs> like you said, this was going to be a blowout. Um, I think the Baylor and Gonzaga game this week, I think those ones are the ones that, okay, I can get some schoolwork done. I can yeah. study a little bit now. <laughs> those are not the ones that would be on the couch watching every possession, getting into the game or betting on, like, I, I'll pay attention to those teams when they get to the Final Four. Yeah, I wonder what the spread is on that one. I know OU, when they played OU, it was 14 and a half. I guess we can check that out. Uh, let's see. NCAA men's basketball. Saturday, play Sunday. So 13-point spread. So actually better than when they played, played OU. Uh, all right. Oregon State, number 12 seed, versus Loyola Chicago. Loyola is getting... Um, after that hard-fought win, they get a pretty decent matchup uh, for this week. Uh, Loyola is the nation's best defense, uh, only allowing 55.8 points per game, a leader in efficient and one of the leaders in efficiency. Uh, both teams are pretty identical stats-wise. We saw o- o- OSU, Oregon State can get very, very hot, uh, but they can also cool down and let teams back in the game, even being up 20 points. Everyone loves Sister Jean. I don't know what she's got. She's got some magical powers because the way they beat that number one seed Illinois is one of my my um, championship team, not my winner, but going to the championship team. They beat Illinois. I, they're going to win. I, Sister Jean, she knows how to win. I, I think they get this dub over Oregon State. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good game. This is uh, anytime low is on, I'm going to be watching it. This, I mean, it's a fun team to watch in the tournament. All the excitement, the Sister Jean stuff you brought you brought up. Like, I thought it was amazing that they showed the prayer that she did. That was pretty funny. She was analytical, throwing out numbers. I thought that was awesome. So, yeah, I think Loyola Chicago, everyone will be going for them. But I'm not – I wouldn't put it behind Oregon State. This is – Oregon State showing that they're a good team. Um, yeah. So, whatever the over-under is, if we got any betters that listen to this, Take the under. Take the under. I'm, I'm taking the under. I think, well, it was, yeah, this game's going to be 
probably high 50s. Maybe a, maybe one of the teams gets low 60s, but it's, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, hard-fought, and Loyola pulls it out. All right, and then number 15 seed, the second ever 15 seed to reach the Sweet 16 of it, and then the first being Florida Gulf Coast, who one of my personal favorite teams, favorite runs to ever watch, uh, faces the number three seeded Arkansas. Arkansas is a very good team. A lot of the, I had them in the Sweet 16, so I'm glad they could make it. Uh, one of my teams finally. Uh, but ORU, um, if they if they made it this far, Cole, why can't they go even further? Uh, this will be my upset pick. Uh, I'm just gonna do this. Arkansas, um, 73% from free throws. That's not great. ORU is the second best team from free for free throws in the 80s. Uh, I think it'll come down to a very close game. I'll just go or or you. I'll go Oral Roberts. We all love them. I'll, I'll just pick them. I don't know yeah. what will happen, but why not? I'm the same way. I'm right there with you. After going against them both games, they, uh, they, they've proved me wrong. I mean, if they go out and lose, I'm not going to be like, dang it. But I'm, I'm definitely not going to go against them. Let's, let's let it ride, man. I want to see them play Baylor. Like, yeah. let's do it. I mean, they made it. They beat Ohio State, and they beat – Florida. So those are great teams. They can beat Arkansas is what I see on that. And then uh, number 11, UCLA versus number two, Bama. A bubble team faces the mighty tide. Alabama's just good in everything, apparently. Uh, UCLA, they have the stats to make it a game. Uh, and can UCLA take advantage of the Alabama's 14 turnovers? They need to get um, turnover points. They need double digits in those at least, maybe 20. Uh I think they can keep it close at least until the second half, deep in the second half. But I think Bama ultimately pulls it away in this one. Yeah, I got Baylor winning. Baylor's Bama. Bama. I got Bama winning. Baylor, uh, Bama. <laughs> Bama's good. Bama's got a pretty solid team. I mean, is Nick Saban recruiting for them or something? Because be. they're playing well, man. Who was their head coach a couple of years? I mean, just – just a year ago, two years ago, he was fired. He used to coach the Mavs. Oh, Rick Carlo? No. Oh, he used to coach the Mavs. I was like, I was like a year uh, ago. Wait, no, Rick Carlo has been there. I'm blanking on the name, man. Okay. But the guy who Rick Carlo took over for was at Bama for uh, probably three or four years. When he left, the program went like straight up. <laughs> I. I I think Nick Saban's recruiting for him, man. <laughs> they get the same benefits, same financial benefits that the whole team gets, apparently. Uh, and then uh, two more games to cover. Uh, number seven, Oregon versus number six, USC. So two Pac-12 teams are made in the Sweet 16. Uh, both dominating wins, uh, just amazing wins. Um, all five Duck starters, all five of Oregon starters, average a double-double. That's insane. Uh Brothers Evan and Isaiah Mo, uh, Mobley for US, USC dominate in the inside with shooting and shot blocking. I think, I think it'll be a back and forth game. But I saw that stat five of their stars average double double. I'm going Oregon and how they scored 95 against Iowa. So I'll go, I'll go the Ducks. Yeah, um, I'm going to go the Ducks too. I think this is going to be probably one of my favorite games to watch up there with Loyola and Oregon State. This is probably going to be one of my favorite games to watch. On my even that started thinking of it as like, all right, we're playing to lose against uh, Gonzaga, because I, I mean, this is a, these are teams that could hang in there 
with Gonzaga, I think. I know you were talking about the Pac-12 being a little weak earlier, but I, I mean, I was I all in on the Pac-12. I'm all in on the Pac-12. I think yeah, that, I mean, that's confidence now. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to see, see whichever team win this game. Give Gonzaga a fight. Because man, their their path to the Final Four, it's it's looking pretty easy. They don't have to play Kansas, Iowa, Virginia. Those are the top four teams. Yeah, um, yeah. It's and Crane's a Crane's a very weak five seed in my opinion. Oh yeah. So I I want to see a good matchup. Whoever plays Gonzaga, I'll be going for. All right, and then our final matchup. I, this one should be the best. I think this one's going to be a great game. This is my second upset pick. I don't know. Some people are picking it. Uh, for Florida State versus number one Michigan, I think Michigan's the second number one seed to go out. FSU defense is just oriented, um, holding the first two opponents they face to under 55 points. Um, ten man, They've got a 10-man rotation, and they're all veterans. Uh, Michigan, they appear back on track, though, after losing three of their – uh, last five before entering the tournament. They're playing very good, even without livers. Um, but without livers, uh, that's going to hurt them. And I, I think Florida State's just too good on defense. And they've been playing lights out on offense. So I'm going with the Seminoles to beat number one seed Michigan. Yeah, my, my opinion on this game should not be taken seriously. I, have, I don't really know much about Florida State to begin with. That's why I just chalked Colorado from the – from the get-go, but uh, I'm going to take Michigan. Um, don't know much about Florida State, but I know Juan, uh, Juan Howard for Michigan is going to have his guys ready, and uh, I liked him, and I liked him growing up, watched the Fab Five, love him, so I'm going to go with the coach here. All right, and then final four teams, who you got in the final four? Go with Gonzaga, Bama, Loyola, Chicago, and what is it? Baylor and Baylor and Oregon. Baylor and Oregon. I'm gonna go Baylor. Yeah. Well, Cole, we have the exact same final four: <laughs> <laughs> Gonzaga, Alabama, Baylor, and Loyola, Chicago. If Loyola can make it, that one year, two years ago, they can make it again this year we're all rooting for Loyola um it'll be a tough matchup if they play Houston but they can definitely get it done sister Jean knows how to win uh, anything else um on this preview for the second weekend of insane March Madness no so you if you had Illinois in your championship which which of the two Baylor or Loyola would you put in it now Baylor 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 yeah they're not yeah Baylor for sure I, I do Bears, trust Bears more. too athletic. Yeah, and I trust them more to be ORU than I do Loyola to beat Houston. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right, let's move into on this day in history. So the year 31, the, yes, the year 31 was the first Easter. And then 1934, the first Masters tournament uh, winner, Horton Smith. That's coming up in two weeks. And then 1972, the Lakers break the NBA record for winning 69 out of 82 games. Uh, record stood for 24 years till the Bulls. And then finally, the Warriors um, have the record now. And then some birthdays. Happy birthday to Elton John, Aretha Franklin, and Joseph Barbara. Uh, everyone, make sure you're following us on any podcasting streaming service at Burgers, Ampersand, Brats, and follow us on any social media platform at Burgers, 
rot. So let's move into some sports headlines now. Mac Brown signs a contract extension through 2025 with UNC. Uh, he took him to a New Year's Six Bowl in his second season. Sam Howell's back. They've done pretty good recruiting trail. They don't have to worry about um, Notre Dame this year. Just worry about Clemson. How far can this team go, Cole? I would put them anywhere from – I'm not going to count them out of the playoffs. I'll put them anywhere from four to ten. And if they if they do worse than that, it was it was a down year. Uh, I'm shocked to see Matt Brown doing this well. I thought he took this job and was wanting to rebuild the program and get them to the top 20, then hand it off to some young coach. Same thing I thought with Les Miles in Kansas. I thought he wanted to rebuild the program. But yeah, UNC's UNC's there. They're they're trying to win now. They've done great recruiting, and I'm shocked Matt Brown has done what he's been able to do. I, I am shocked as well. I did not know they'd be that good, especially in the second year. Uh, I think they should. Uh, face, they probably should face Clemson in the ACC championship uh, this next year. Other than that, I think it's probably a bust year. That's how far this North Carolina team mm -hmm. has come. So I love the contract extension for Matt Brown. Uh, some other other NFL free agency news. I know we talked about. I talked about this last week. The Dominican Sioux signs a one-year, ten million dollar resigns with the Bucks. Are these Bucks teams going to be going back to the Super Bowl? Cole? Signing everyone back. Yeah, well, I mean, who would bet against Brady? I, I've who done it before. Yeah. I've done it before, and I learned from my mistakes. Um, yeah, I had yeah, – I'm three and seven betting back. against him. Yeah. I'm three and seven betting against Brady. Not again. Yeah, I, I think for the Super Bowl, the, the spread was three, negative three, and I took the Chiefs just because I had the Chiefs winning to begin yeah. with. And Brady again, I betted against him in the NFC Championship, cost me, and the Super Bowl. So I'm not going against Brady anymore. No. Nope. I don't care if it's 50. <laughs> and then Joe Flacco signs a backup deal with the Eagles. Is he the backup or the starter, Cole? He, he's the backup. You, I saw I saw an article where he he said he got the job to uh, not the job. He signed the contract to compete for the starting job. He ain't being Dan Hurts. There's no way it's not happening. Um, did he even beat out Sam Darnold, or did Sam Darnold get hurt? Sam Darnold got hurt. Sam Darnold got hurt. Yeah, he he's not a starter. Go. I mean, accept your role. Be a mentor. You already won a Super Bowl. Like, enjoy the rest of your career mentoring someone else. Yeah, you were elite for a short period of time, but um, go teach Jalen Hurts how to win in Philadelphia. They should be able to take the conference next year or the division. Um, maybe watch out for the Giants. But um, NBA trade, some headlines. The 76ers acquired George Hill for Tony Bradley, Terrence Ferguson, and, and sending two first-round picks to Oklahoma City. So Terrence Ferguson's coming back to OKC. Austin Rivers is also going to OKC. Thoughts on that, Gio, on that deal? I didn't even see that one, but I like that Terrence Ferguson's coming back. I like that Austin Rivers. Um, yes. You said they get – and two first-round picks. Who they give up? Yeah, o o Oklahoma City got a lot. They got Tony Bradley, Terrence Ferguson, and two future first rounds in Austin Rivers. That's a lot for George Hill. George Hill? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really good. I think Oklahoma City won that one. 
Same, same. And then the Hawks are trading Rajon Rondo, who's only averaging about four or five points a game uh, this year, to the Clippers for Lou Williams and two second-round picks and some cash. Uh, Clippers got bamboozled on this. I know uh, playoff Rondo, he can show up, but uh, Lou Williams is what? How many times has he won six man of the year? Five times at least. And you're sending two second round picks and some cash. Uh, so I think the Hawks won this trade for sure. Yeah, I mean, are the, are the Hawks trying to make a push? There are so many games back right now, right? But Yeah, they're in seventh. They're in seventh? They're in seventh right now. Oh, they must have got hot. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that could be a good addition is Lou Williams. That, I'm, yeah, I don't, that's, Clippers did get bamboozled on that one. They're only. I, I feel like they need Lou Williams. They needed Lou Williams to make, you know, these, whether it's the, the Lakers or Denver, even the Jazz, they need Lou Williams, and that's going to hurt them. Yeah, it feels like uh, the Clippers just don't want to win. But the Hawks are only half a game out of fourth place. They're in seventh right now. Jeez. So half a game out of fourth. Um, and then the Magic, they 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 had a going out of, out of business sale uh, going on today. Uh, the Magic trade Evan Forner to the Celtics. Do not Google his last name like he said you should. And then the Magic also trade Nikola Vucevic to Chicago for Wendell Carter and Otto Porter. Um, thoughts on that one first. What what are they oh on the the Bulls one? Yeah. They got uh, they sent Nikola Vucevic, who's a great center, yeah. or Wendell Carter and Otto Porter. They lose this trade and it's not even close. Because Wendell Carter and Otto Porter, these are guys that can be like easily replaced. They're, I mean, they're ballers, but they, they can be easily replaced in free agency. And to get a top five, arguably, I mean, he's probably second best center behind Jokic. Second best? He, you don't, you don't top think he's five. that high? No, no, Jokic, Jokic is the number one, followed by Joel, followed by Cap. And then I think you can put Vucevic, four to five. I'll put, I'll put him over Cap. Just because how bad the you can do that because the just how bad the yeah, I'll put him over cat. I mean, I've, I've totally Joel, forgot about John B there for a second. Yeah, Joel and Nicola are the um one and two. One and two. Yeah. yeah, he's he's third in my book, he's definitely top five, but he's third in my book. He's a great player to get that guy on your team. Two first round picks with Zach Levine is. That, that's okay. They're, they're in win-now mode. The Bulls are telling themselves, this pick we're giving up shouldn't be any lower than the high teens because we're trying to win now. We're trying to, we're, we're trying to make moves. So, yeah, I, I think they lost this one. And the Bulls, and, uh, are, Bulls are in 10th seed right now. They are one and a half back from 8th seed. So, it's tie race. They, they, they probably going to take that 8th spot. Yeah. They, I mean – this is a guy you add to your team that where where's uh where's Boston now in the standings now? Last time I was they're on eight. here, they were ninth. They're eighth right Boston, now. Boston's eighth. So I mean, this is a team. The Bulls are they they are not good defensively. They've struggled. They're always in high scoring games. So they've got to fix that part. But they're gonna sneak in. I I think they have a great shot right now. Uh, Magic 
also trading Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. We talked about this one earlier today. Uh, they trade Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a first-round pick. As a Nuggets fan, I'm okay with this. I mean, RJ Hampton was looking really good. He's really young. He's probably going to be a pretty good player. Gary Harris, Denver loves him. We love him. Um, the fan base loves him, but he's not been the same since his injury since last year. Uh, I'll take I'll take Aaron Gordon any day of the year. Um, he's a great player, and we keep we're keeping Bull Bull, so it's okay. I'm keeping Bull Bull, <laughs> so I'm happy. <laughs> Good trade for Denver. Yeah, I think I think I was a little against this one earlier today when I was talking to you. I I felt highly of Gary Harris, um, and. I think he's a good player. The first round pick's going to be in the high 20s. They're going to be in the quarterfinals, semifinals. They're going to be there. So that pick is, it's really not much in my opinion. Um, but I'm not high on Aaron Gordon as well. So it, it go either way. So Gary Harris is averaging nine, two, and uh, one. Nine, two, and one. So not, not great. Okay, so what, what Let's what see was what Gary he, Harris doing? What was he doing in 2018 and 19? 2018-19, he, he was averaging doubles. He, he was fire, but he just yeah. hasn't been the same since he got injured. So uh, Aaron Gordon is averaging – he's only averaging 15. 14, 15, 6, and uh, 5, it looks like. So, I mean, a little better, but Aaron Gordon, you got that wow factor too with the dunking. And you got the you got the throw now, man. He's looking good. Uh, I, I didn't know Gary – uh, Gary Harris fell that low after his injury. I know he got injured. Like, I didn't know he was nine, was it nine, three, and one, what you said? Or nine, uh, five? Yeah, nine, four, and one, or something like yeah. that. I didn't know it was that bad. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good trade. Yeah, You've I mean, convinced we had, me. <laughs> we had Gary Harris <laughs> in the bubble last year, uh, fully healthy. Could have been a lot better story for my Nuggets. And then one that broke after the trade deadline, Victor Oladipo is heading to the Miami Heat for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, and a 2022 first-round pick. Miami Heat are – let's see where they're standing. Um, the Heat, That's a good one for the Heat. Yeah, they've been playing a lot better basketball. Um, as of uh, they've, they've been kind of cold lately. They've played some really good teams, but I think they lost four in a row. So they're, so they're in the fifth seed right now. Uh, one game back, or half a game back. No, one game back. Half a game back from the four seed, but uh, six games back from the three seed. So one through three are pretty set. But um, after that, Heat fifth seed right now. They are, let's see if it tells me here. Yeah, four-game losing streak. How, how far back is the three seed from the one seed? Uh, seven, six and a half. And yeah, then so all that, those are separated by one and one and a half from four to ten. Jeez. Yeah. So it's, it's quite cool. open. It's They're all beating up on each other. Miami plays Portland tonight, so maybe it might be. That's why I said the East is deeper. They're they're not better. They're deeper. They're not better, but they have more uh, teams that can make uh, the playoffs. I want, correct, I want to correct myself from last time. Correct yourself. The East is not better. Say that. The East is not better. The East is not better. It is much deeper. <laughs> but not the good, not great team deeper. Just They're just yeah. more abundant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any other trades that we haven't talked about that you saw that you want to discuss? No, I mean, I didn't see the Oladipo one. That's that's a good one, though. I mean, Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a one first-round pick. Yeah, 2022. 
and even if you rent him, even if you rent him and he signs elsewhere, this is a move that he needed to make if they want to get back to where they were in the bubble. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this is good for the Heat. Yeah, because Old Depot's contract ends this summer, I believe. So, they're yeah, he's a free agent. So, uh, yeah, a lot of guards, though, man. Butler, Her- Hero, yeah. Robinson, and I got Old Depot. They're rotating. They're gonna be fresh. They're gonna be good to go. This, 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 this good. is a dangerous team. But yeah, Miami. Miami, I think, did very good um, getting Oladipo. Um, I'm, I'm. It's gonna. It's a good. It's gonna be. It's gonna work out in Miami. Uh, so, any other sports headlines, trade news that you? Yeah, uh, deadline's over with, right? Yes. So but Lowry didn't get. No, Lowry's Lowry and Lonzo are staying put. So yeah. Um there's some good ones in there. Yeah, there are some good ones. But actually I didn't ask you, uh probably won't have you back on before this, but who wins March Madness? Who's your championship teams and who wins? Illinois. I had Illinois winning it all. That's over with, but <laughs> <laughs> who do you have now? Um I mean the brain says Gonzaga, man. How can you go against an undefeated team that's you know yeah. putting up eighty to 80 easily. I mean, Oklahoma's a great defense. Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma's a great defense, and I still said, you know what, they're going to get 80 on us. Um, so they're going to they're gonna score. They're going to – I mean, they would put 80 on the other Chicago, I think, or yep. 75. Who do you have in the – you have Loyola in the – No, I'm just saying, uh, if it comes to that, if it comes to that, okay. they're still going to put 75 or 80 on them, and the other one will keep up, and it'll be one of those not much – watch final game but so who does, yeah, who man, does Gonzaga is, play i'm sorry who does gonzaga beat in the championship baylor yeah it's probably gonna be baylor all right yeah i, I think so as well i'm i'm on board yeah, to, if Lillard doesn't make the final four and it ends up being houston houston baylor would be a good matchup because both teams are athletic yeah i would still take baylor and then i would take uh Seven point victory for Gonzaga in the championship. That's probably where that's probably where the spread would be at. All right. All right. Uh, let's move into our final segment. Who you share a burger and a brat with? Uh, I'll start. Uh, sad news that we just learned. Uh, Long Kruger is retiring after 44 years of coaching. He's been in the coaching world for 44 years. Spent the last 10 at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, brought us out from uh, the deaths of just a cesspool. Uh, seven NCAA tournaments here, two Sweet 16s, and one Final Four. Uh, so he, he's had a great uh, record here at OU. Uh, total record overall, 673, 432, 27th all-time in wins. Uh, it, it was fun having Long Kruger here. Um, we're we're going to miss him a lot. Should be. Um, it, it was great having Long Kruger. Glad we got him out of retirement to come here for 10 years. Yeah, there's a lot of OU fans that – our, you know, the Buddy Hill years, the Trey Young year. I mean, Trey Young year, we got knocked down in the first round. But, I yeah. mean, he, there's a lot that say he's underperformed. And it's just, guys, it's just fans that are, you know, spoiled, I think. He's a great coach. Yeah. He was rated, you know, of the 64 coaches in the bracket, he was rated number seven. So, I think, yeah, we're going we're gonna to miss Lon Kruger. It's going to be interesting to see who we get. Maybe that guy from Oral Roberts. That's what I heard. Um, 
he coached 17 seasons in the Big 12 at Baylor. He's been not head coach, but assistant. So he's got some Big 12 experience. Uh, so it should be interesting to see if they go after him. Only a trip up the turnpike. Uh, who would you like to share your burger and brought with? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna split my meals here a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my brat and share that with my mom. Just I'm amazed that she chose Oral Roberts, and I went against her. I told her not to do it. I feel bad. At least I could share a brat with her. So I think that makes it up. Uh, but I'm gonna go to Iona and share my burger with uh, Patino, Rick Patino, because this coach amazes me, man. Just he got beat against Bama and was literally immediately asked, if you think about taking a job elsewhere? I loved his answer. I mean, I, I love the small schools. Going to SFA, always the 12 to 16 seed. I always pay attention to those teams. So I, I love that he was he was not even hesitating. He said, no, I don't want to be anywhere else. Um, forever I was chasing a job, chasing money, and trying to win championships, and now – I was coaching players and now I'm coaching men. I get to have, I get to see their families. I get to be part of their lives, help them find their jobs. I, I love doing that more than actually coaching the game of basketball. And I, I mean, he's, he's older, but he's probably seventies now. He's old. Right? Yeah. So I was, I was happy to see that. He said he wants to be at Iona for the next seven, eight years. So, I mean, I, I love that. I mean, just wanting to do more for the, for his players than just coach basketball because at the end of the day this is just a game yeah. so i thought that was awesome yes hopefully we see more of iona um in the tournament and uh your mom she almost picked or you to go farther but you, she could have got a few extra brats but you told her no yeah. don't pick or she, she probably still would have oral roberts in the sweet 16 <laughs> and she would yeah she would i mean she has arkansas sweet 16 and i think she wanted oral roberts in the sweet 16 um, so yeah, she would have had those right, and that's that's insane. Yeah, I convinced her not to. I said, "Mom, this isn't going to happen." She doesn't watch. She doesn't watch basketball at all. I have to give her a little bit of information. It's always the ones who don't watch it always have the best bracket. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Cole, thanks. Thank you again for joining me um, on Burgers and Brats. Hey man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, give out your socials for anyone listening, so they can know where to find your sports takes. Yeah, now I don't have Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram, though, ColtraneOU. I post on my story more than my profile. So. <laughs> same here. Don't same follow here. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone, thank you all for listening. Find me on any podcasting streaming service at Burgers Ampersand Brots. Uh, follow me on any social media platform at Burgers Brots. Uh, thank you all for listening. It should be a great, fun, 